If you've listened to enough of my episodes, you'll know by now that I hate to cook. It was one of the good things that actually came out of COVID. I was completely spoiled with Russ cooking dinner almost every night because he actually enjoys it and is really good at it. When he started to have to go back into work and dinner started falling on my plate, no pun intended, it was literally the worst part of my day. I'd be working and all of a sudden it was close to five and the kids started asking me what's for dinner and I would just open the fridge and stare at it hoping that a meal would magically appear. It never did, but it caused a lot of unneeded stress in my life. I finally had it and got Russ on board to help me meal plan when it has really made such a difference and dinner so much easier in our house. So in today's episode, I'm sharing my tips on how to start meal planning. If the thought of meal planning stresses you out because you just don't know how you are going to fit it into your already crazy schedule, please reach out and book a coaching session with me. I promise you, there is time in your schedule and I will help you find it. When you learn how to plan your week, when you learn how to prioritize the things on your to-do list, when you know what you are going to cook for dinner every night, you are making your days and your life so much easier. And when you are less stressed, you are able to be more present and enjoy all those little moments. I just opened up more time slots so I can help as many of you stressed out mamas while the summer discount is still available. To book a session, go to our website at momwifecareerlife.com backslash coaching or check out the show notes for the link. And if you sign up for my weekly love note email, I'll send you my meal planning template. The link is also in our show notes. Are you feeling overwhelmed trying to juggle all the many hats you wear as a working mom? Do you want more quality time with your family without distraction of work and time alone to take care of yourself and your needs? Welcome to Mom Wife Career Life. I'm Carrie, a wife, mom of three, and a recovering perfectionist. In this podcast, I will teach you how to create balance in your life by implementing healthy habits, organizing your home and your schedule, being intentional with your time and in your relationships, and most importantly, how to start putting your needs first because no one can pour from an empty cup. Grab that second cup of coffee, or if you're anything like me, your third, it's time to dive into today's episode, Mom Wife Career Life. I don't think I've talked to a mom that actually enjoys cooking dinner during the week especially after working a full day, but I've talked to plenty of moms that have shared how stressful dinner time is for them. I'm here to scream it from the rooftops that if you don't already meal plan, please start this weekend. There are so many benefits to meal planning. First and foremost, the stress reduction. You're taking the guesswork out of dinner. You already know what needs to be done. You just have to do it. If you're looking to save money, meal planning can also help you cut down on your grocery bills because you're buying only the items you need. You're also ordering in and eating out less because a lot of the takeout and eating out stems from not wanting to deal with figuring out what to cook for dinner. It's easier to just have someone make it for you. Meal planning also reduces waste because again, you're not overbuying. You're not mindlessly going to the supermarket, just buying what you think you might need or might eat. It also helps you eat healthier because you can plan healthier meals. So with that, let's get started with my tips to get you started with meal planning. Number one, look at your calendar for the week to see what activities are planned for the evenings. If you listened to my last episode on how to prepare for the school year, I talk about how I have a weekly calendar that I post in our home management center. This weekly schedule shows where everyone needs to be, at what time, and until what time. When you are deciding what to cook each night, you can't plan a dinner that takes a lot of time if you won't be home. If there is a night that is busy, double the recipe the night before, or plan for leftovers. 
where that can be your pizza night. Number two, audit your inventory. Check your fridge, your freezer, your pantry to see what items you have and what meals you can make out of the ingredients you already have. Kind of unspoken in our house, but we've been cooking from our pantry at least one week per month for a while now. We might have to run out for one or two ingredients or some veggies, but it ends up saving us a lot monthly on grocery bills. Plus, it's a great way to clear out your freezer. Number three, check your grocery store circular. Look through the circular to see what's on sale. This not only saves you money, it also helps give you ideas of what to cook. And if it's a good deal, buy double. You can freeze one and it's one less thing you have to buy the next time you go, or you can make it all at once and have it for leftovers. Number four, do your actual meal planning. I sit down to write our meal plan before we go food shopping, usually Saturday mornings. And Russ is part of that process because I wanna make sure we're planning something that he likes to eat And on the days he is home, he actually likes to cook. So I want to make sure we're planning something that he likes to make. And his dishes usually require more ingredients than mine do. I like to keep it super simple. But we try to pick a different protein, which is either a meat or a fish, every night, or at least not the same protein two nights in a row. And again, unless it's leftovers. Number five, make your shopping list. Meal planning makes your shopping list so much easier because you can now focus on the items you need to actually make the dinner. School lunches are pretty staple in our house. The kids pick what they want for the week, and they pretty much get the same things. Maybe switch up a snack, but we have staple snacks we always have in the house too, so there's no guesswork there. And breakfast is super easy. It's either bread or muffins that I make on the weekend, cereal, yogurt, or waffles. And fruit if I can get them to eat that much, but my kids aren't big breakfast eaters. Number six, prepare what you can on Sunday. Carve out some time on your Sunday to get as much prepped as you can for the week. This is when I wash all the fruits and veggies. If I don't get to it right after shopping, which I try to do it after shopping, but sometimes it's just too busy. I make banana bread for the week, three loaves. One is with chocolate chips and that one is for us. And the other two have chocolate chips in them. Michael likes to have a slice with his lunch every day and the girls will either have it for their breakfast or an afternoon snack when they come home from school. You can also cut up the veggies that you plan on using for the week. So that way, when you're going to cook dinner, you just have to throw them in the pot or a pan. You can even prep your meat, start marinating it, or even cook it on the weekends. One of the meals I like to make is with chicken legs. I cook the chicken legs, but then I take all the meat off the bone. I shred it, and then I saute it with a little olive oil and some seasoning. I can serve it over rice with veggies or make chicken quesadillas, and that's actually a great leftover meal. If you make enough of them, you can make two different meals with the same protein. And you can make the chicken legs on a Sunday, and then you just have to saute it on Monday for the rice and the veggie meal, and then quesadillas or taco Tuesday. And if you don't feel like cooking on Sunday, you can just marinate your meat so that you just need to pop it in the oven when you're ready to cook it. Number seven, invest in a pressure cooker and a slow cooker. These are serious time savers and have been dinner savers for me on more than one occasion. Crockpots or slow cookers are great because you just throw the meat in the morning and it cooks all day and then you don't have to worry about it and just make the sides at night. I use my Instant Pot more than I use my Crockpot. I love my Instant Pot, which is a pressure cooker for those that don't know, because it can cook frozen meat. So when I'm having a crazy day and I forget to take the meat out of the freezer the night before or that morning and I don't have time to defrost it, I can literally just throw it in the Instant Pot. Lifesaver. Air fryers are good too. My Instant Pot actually doubles as an air fryer. Air fryers make your meals healthier, but our challenge is we have to cook for six people, and I just find that the air fryer isn't big enough. But to be fair, 
I really haven't given it a try, so maybe I'll challenge myself to use it this week, and I'll let you know how it goes. Number eight, buy some cute food and organizing containers for your fridge. I love opening my fridge and seeing it organized with nice, clear containers. It also makes things so much easier to find and easier to stack things so you can optimize your space. I use the containers to store berries, cut up veggies, and leftovers. I also have a couple of different size bins to help keep other sections of my fridge organized. I have one in my cheese drawer that I use to separate all of our different cheese snacks and shredded cheeses. And I have a slide-out shelf so I can easily get to those random items in the back of the fridge. Number nine, start keeping track of the meals that the majority of your family likes. It's hard to find a meal that everyone in my house will eat. If you start tracking now in a month or so, you should have yourself a nice list of go-to meals to choose from. You can even take it a step further and create recipe cards for them so you have a list of all the ingredients you need to make them. Once you have those recipe cards, you can even let your kids help you pick out the meals for the week. And if they like to cook, you can teach them how to make it. I wish my kids had the cooking gene from their dad, but they don't seem to yet. Number 10, hang your meal plan up in your home management center. Having your meal plan front and center has a couple of benefits. One, it helps remind you of what you should be cooking that day and what you maybe need to take out of the freezer to thaw in time for dinner. But it also takes away from the what's for dinner question from your kids. They know to just look at the board. I also have a very picky mood eater, and she knows that if she won't eat what we're having for dinner, that she needs to make her own dinner, but it also has to be a healthy meal. She also has to have it ready by the time we're sitting down to eat because we still sit down to eat as a family. So those are my easy to implement tips. To recap, number one, look at your calendar for the week to see what activities are planned for the evenings. Choose easy to cook meals or leftovers for those busy evenings. Number two, audit your inventory. Check what items you already have so you're buying less. Number three, check your grocery store circular. Meal plan around what's on sale. Number four, write out your actual meal plan. If you sign up for my newsletter, you actually get a free, beautiful meal planning template. Check my show notes out for details. Number five, make your shopping list. You're taking the guesswork out of food shopping. You're only writing down the things you know to make the meals on your plan. Number six, prepare what you can on Sunday. Do what you can on Sunday to make your life easier during the week. Marinate your meat, chop your veggies, clean your fruit. Or like me, bake the bread and the muffins. Grab and go breakfast can be a game changer. Number seven, invest in a pressure cooker and slow cooker. They are time savers and you can thaw frozen meat in an instant pot. Number eight, buy some cute clear food and organizing containers for your fridge. You need those containers to help store your prep food. They not only make your fridge look nicer, they help you find what you're looking for easier. Number nine, Start keeping track of the meals that the majority of your family likes. It will make meal planning a lot easier when you can choose from meals your kids will actually eat. Number 10, hang your meal plan up in your home management center. This helps remind you what you need to take out for dinner and also stops your kids from constantly asking you what's for dinner. I hope this episode motivated you to start meal planning this weekend. If you have any tips that you would like to share, I would love to hear them. Come join our free Mom Wife Career Life Facebook community and tell me all about it. Sending you so much love and light until next time on Mom Wife Career Life with Carrie Pat. Before you go, if you found this podcast helpful, I would be forever grateful. 
you could take a minute, go over to iTunes and leave me a review. If you have other stressed out mamas in your life that you feel this podcast could help, take a screenshot of this episode, post it on Instagram and tag me and let them know that they are not alone and they can create balance in their life too. If there's a topic you would like me to cover or you just want to connect, DM me on Instagram at mom.wife.career.life.